You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, episode number 29, Tips for Success. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the same name of the number one Amazon bestselling book for small businesses and entrepreneurship. The good news is you can find this book in paperback form and ebook form too. Uh, just to let you know, once again, you go to Amazon, you type in brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner, and the rest of the title is fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. So go check that out. And I want to say, hey, rock stars, this is Maggie Mongan, and I'm the anthology leader of that great book we just talked about. And today, we are honored to have Nancy Lucchese, a number one Amazon bestselling author with us to talk about your business's productivity performance and how you can improve it by focusing on your dreams and your goals, as well as the magic of mobile apps. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Maggie. I appreciate our time today. Ditto, ditto. I know that we're going to have some fun, and this is a little different flavor from our last conversation that we had. It's it's a little more casual and talking like um, we just bumped into each other. So I think everybody's going to appreciate the earthy feel of this conversation. Are you excited about that? I am. I enjoy our conversation, so this will be good to share. Cool. So everyone, I want you to know in that wonderful book, Nancy's chapter is the seventh one. She's lucky seven. Okay. <laughs> and it's titled Unleash Your Mind, Unleash Your Growth. And Nancy, you're an expert, right? Yes, I am. I'm a brilliant practicing expert. That's true. You are. And I'm sure a lot of people come to you all the time and ask you for all sorts of great resources and tips and tricks and stuff like that, don't they? On occasion, I even have been asked what my favorite book is. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe we should have you start there and share with us what your favorite book is. Bring it on. We can. My favorite book is Three Feet from Gold by Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed. Okay, that's not a common one. No, no, it's not. But I stumbled upon it from a friend of mine who said, you have to read this. It's going to change your world. And it did. And first of all, I'm going to sidebar it. I'm not a huge tech reader of text, but I do audiobooks. This one I actually own in both because it took both to really capture what I needed to do. And Audiobooks are great because you can re-listen to them over and over again and pick up what you need. So that's one piece that I really do like. But this particular book talks about, and I don't want to make a spoiler alert because everybody needs to read it, but it talks about basically not giving up and fueling your passion or your dreams and keeping things going forward in that direction. And I, I just, I love some of the words that it uses. Uh, one of the things that it always talked about was to seek counsel and not advice from your friends. <laughs> and, and that rocked my world. Yeah. 
you know, I, I stepped it up in, in that manner. And it's a story, um, and the names that are in this book, you will recognize and, and you will relate to these people that are in there. And you're going to kind of take a step back and go, wow. And it, it can be applied to every and any single business out there. Yeah, I see it all the time. People come to me and say, hey, I had a friend who told me blah, 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 or a family member who told me yada, yada, yada. And they, they aren't an expert in the advice they're giving. And it's just, it's not really an advice. And I think people don't understand the difference between advice and opinions. Correct. Correct. And that is where you seek counsel to get advice. And an opinion is something the family and friends are going to give you. And as I always say, when you're talking with family and friends, you seek out the person who's going to give you the answer that you want, <laughs> not necessarily what you need. Right. And when you hire somebody, they're going to give you the answer that you need when you seek counsel. So the family and friends, yes, they always have a good interest at heart. Sometimes it's their own for whatever reason. They don't mean to. It's a subconscious kind of thing. But when you hire, say, an attorney, I, I believe every business should have a, a team of at least three people, an attorney, an accountant, an insurance agent, and somewhere in there, actually a banker. So really, I, I think I'm going to change that to four people now. <laughs> but you go to that attorney to be able to protect you. I went to an attorney recently and had all my contracts written. Now, I could have just gone online and searched it, found a blank contract, try to make that work. So this is the, the contract that I use with people who are going to go into an agreement with me on their mobile app. I went to an attorney and I spent a lot of time crafting the actual contract and she came back to me with several questions. What do you want from this? How do you want this to look? What do you want with that? A couple of times I said, well, I'm doing this. And she goes, please, please don't tell me you're doing that and you're going to stop. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I found that online. I thought that was good. She was no. And so, it, it makes a lot of sense to me to seek that type of advice and counsel. And more importantly, I spent that money or I invested that money in that task up front. And in the end, if something does happen, she can defend it. And ultimately that's going to cost me less money, if you will. So the investment was worth it. Same right. thing with the accountant, same thing with the insurance agent, same thing with the banker. You need to invest in your business and in you. And it's an investment, not an expense. I completely agree. I, you know, I, I see it all the time where everybody's trying to be on the cheap and it doesn't serve them. And they end up spending more money somewhere. And it's usually not so far down the road like they think it would be. Right. So um, good, good advice. <laughs> How do you like that? Thank you. Okay. Okay. So favorite book, got yep. it covered. Yep. What's your next tip? One of the other things that I would highly recommend is to do investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you need to balance what you do and you need to be able to make an investment. So one of the things that I've done is I actually hired a business coach and that coach it's like anything. If you look at a football team, you can have all the talent in the world, but a coach needs to mold that talent. And in my case, the coach helped me really craft my message, helped me craft my delivery, 
helped me put together the entire marketing package, which is me. And my business has just turned around because I have clarity, I have focus, and I know where I'm going with this. And it's not just about sitting down and writing down a goal saying, I want to sell X amount of dollars by the end of this year. No, no. it's not that at all. Oh, no. oh, okay. No. And it's about what are you doing today to achieve that? So every little thing that we do compiles up. It's kind of like a coffee pot that one or two drips is nothing. But by the end of 10, you know, not, not even five minutes, the pot is full of little drips. And Got that's like your time. Our time can all of a sudden, you know, you look up at the clock, you're like, oh my gosh. So hiring a coach is something that I think is, is vital. Okay. So that's, that's an essential part of the support team that Correct. you talk about, right? Correct. Correct. And the support team is more than just, you know, your family supports you or your friends support you. You need business support. You need to surround yourself. Like I take my networking very, very seriously. And I don't just join any kind of a networking group because, oh my gosh, I might get a piece of business in a leads. I know who my ideal client is and I know where I can find them, but I need the other business support. I look for groups that will offer uh, some mastermind where you can sit down one day and put it out there and say, okay, I'm having this problem. And other people can rifle at you and say, try this, try this, try this. And all you have to do is just sit back and listen. And then you can discern what you want to use in that group and what you don't. And on the flip side, you get to give advice as well. And sometimes I learn some of the most profound things that come out of my mouth. And I didn't even realize that it was in there. And listening to other people's issues, all of a sudden I go, oh my gosh, I have that too. And I can learn from it. So I surround myself with learning type activities and growth activities. So my support team is not just about going to some place and exchanging a bunch of business cards. Big deal. It's about what can I learn from this and how can I grow and improve my business? Okay, so you utilize networking in, in a really high level approach. Most people go to shake hands, uh, change cards out with one another and maybe book a coffee or a lunch, something like that. And it, it just sort of fizzles out there if it even gets that far. Whereas you're strategically looking where your customers are or who knows your customers, who has strong relationships with your customers and a learning environment is essential. Correct, correct. And you also need to be able to make alliances or make relationships and friends with the business people and have that business friend that when you're having a rough time of it, you, you can pick up a phone and talk to somebody or you have a very good success. You can call up somebody and share it. That's going to appreciate it because sometimes coming home and sharing it with your spouse as wonderful as that is, it's not the same level. No, they don't get the struggle. They don't get the struggle. They don't quite understand it. Or they try to fix it and you're like, no, I really didn't want you to fix it. I kind of took care of that already. <laughs> but you do have that type of a, a relationship. So you do need that. And also business friends will tell it to you like it is. They, they'll just, they'll put it out there typically. 
and they'll support you in that respect. So yeah, I try to align myself with people that are of the same mindset because a lot of us are solopreneurs or entrepreneurs and we don't have to be alone. No, um, we don't. And the key is making sure that when we start creating those allies, that it's people that we can serve as well as they can serve us. Correct. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Right, right. But you are definitely the average of the five people you hang around with the most. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Yes. Okay. So when you were talking about networking groups and going where your customer is instead of just anywhere, because I, I think that's one of the common things that small business owners are doing too much of yet is they'll just show up to show up somewhere so they can say, I did it. And right. yeah, that doesn't quite serve you. And I heard somebody a long time ago make a, a statement like uh, back, back in the days, when the Indians ruled the land, they wouldn't just go hunt for buffalo anywhere if they were hungry. Hmm. They would go where the herd is. <laughs> there you go. And that's exactly it. Now, the next step to going to where the herd is, is to get yeah. your voice heard. Get your voice heard. Okay. Okay. Because marketing is one of the biggest things that most business people put on the back burner. And yet it should be right up there front and center. 70% of your time should be spent on marketing. Okay. And so this is tip three, right? Tip three. Okay. So marketing is an essential part of every business because if you cannot be seen, you cannot be heard, you are not going to unleash your profits. There's no question about that. Yeah, um, th there is great truth to that. I learned back in the day when I was an executive recruiter and we cold called back then. That that tells you, you know, that was last century. Um, yeah. <laughs> the comment was, you have to be marketing for half of the day. And that's if you already have enough business. Mm -hmm. You still have to market for half the day to keep your pipeline full. And if you don't have enough business, then you better be marketing all day. Right, right, exactly. And whether that marketing is doing something on social media, doing something, a blogging on your website, if it's, you know, if you have a brick and mortar place, if it's meeting customers, even if it is going door to door, if that's what your particular item is, well, then you have to do, but you have to go where the herd is. Yeah. If, if you do, if you have a website, and nobody can find it, you know, who cares? Really, it, it, you have it to be, able, matter. it doesn't matter. But if you have good blogs that you can put out there to your customers and you can then put them where your customers are, people will drive back to your website. And you need to have social media. You need to have wherever your customers' houses, where you need to be. If it's LinkedIn, be on LinkedIn. If it's Facebook, be on Facebook. Don't be on Twitter just because you know how to use it. Be there because that's where your customers are. You need to have a website. You need to have a mobile app to keep your customers engaged because I tell you, acquiring a customer costs a lot more than keeping a customer. Yes. That's a fact. And if you have a brick and mortar place, well then have a sign 
as well. But you need all the tools and they are all marketing tools. I think people miss the fact that a website, a mobile app, and even social media are marketing tools. They don't quite grasp that concept, but that's how you are seen. That's your messaging. I completely agree with you. And I think I have a clue as to why it's not quite seen. Social media isn't quite seen that way unless you are a true online marketer or you're moving towards that. I think the reason is, is because we see it as social and there is the key social media. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it's called. And yes, the, it, it is a way to be social, but that social can serve your business. Right. Right. And, and be a, a promotional tool for your business, a magnet to drive business back to you, your site, your mobile app. Exactly. And, you know, I actually look at social media as going to a networking meeting on steroids because that's where you can make the relationship. I've made some very, very good relationships with people just strictly through social media and responding to a tweet or, you know, some, some type of a connection that we made, whether it's a comment on a post or something. In fact, one of the, the ladies that I do some work with, she and I never met each other. And we both happened to have gone to Florida and it was so exciting to, to see each other. Just, we happened to be there at the same time. So we made a purpose of it. And, you know, now we're, we're very good friends and all because of social media. So, and, and we have a business alliance as well. Good. So I, I think one of the things that happens when people go to social media, small business owners in particular, is they get sucked into the social side of being human versus the promotional side of being a business owner. Correct, correct. You have to balance it. You, you want people to know that you're human, <laughs> but you also want them to be educated. That's what it really is. It's marketing is really educating them on things that they need to know. I personally do not care for cold calling. And I don't know of many people who do, there's some, but I am not one of them. I would much rather have people come to my site and say, I want to buy your product instead of me saying, hey, do you want a mobile app? Do you want a mobile app? Do you want a mobile app? I would much rather have them come and say, I need a mobile app. Can you help me? Because they're ready. They get it. They understand. Social media is that draw to say, here's everything you need to know about a mobile app. Here's it's all out there. Read whatever articles you want. Take a look at everything. Come back to my, the posts that I have that lead to my website that will lead people to buying. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And be social and be promotional. Mm -hmm. But when you go do work, stay in your work mode, come out of it, and then go do your social whenever you're not on work time. Correct. Because people will work with you only if they know, like, and trust you. If you are all work and constantly bombarding them with buy my product, buy my product, buy my product, that's gone. But you also don't want to come off as being the big party person and constantly having fun here and doing fun there and doing, and they don't see that work side. So you have to balance it. You have to say, I can be a lot of fun. I am human. Here's my family. Here's where we're at today. This is what we're doing. And 
I also sell mobile apps and here's some educating material about that. And, and here's some items that you need for that. So you have to balance it. Now, early on, um, I ran across a social media expert and he said, you can literally promote, do all of your online promotional activities in 20 minutes or less every day. I took that challenge on. It was hard because you don't go get social and look at all the cute things that you would normally do or what your friends are up to. It's like, no, I'm going in and I'm doing business. And he said, if you would do that for 20 minutes every day, that's in five days, that's 100 minutes. He said, that's more than an hour and a half. And, and when most people go to do social, they get lost for over an hour and a half on the social side instead of ever doing anything business. So I, I found that really fascinating. And I took the challenge on. And, and it takes discipline, but it can be done. It does. And think of it like you, you have to do a specific task in a certain time. Yes. And then you'll get it done. And right. even go to the point of setting a timer. Yeah, totally. I've done that. I set a timer for that. And sometimes I can get so engulfed in what I'm doing. I make it a point to even get up and walk around every hour just because otherwise I'm, I'm at my desk too much. And so I get up, I move, I walk around. I do balance in my life because that is more important to me than just cranking it all out and getting it all done. It'll, it'll get done. Everything gets done. Right. But it's about having balance. Okay, so invest in your marketing mm -hmm. sooner than later. That's what you didn't say, but I know that's what you're saying. Yes, yes. Right out of the gate, invest in marketing, whether it's your own sweat equity that you sit there for 20 minutes. I, I like that, and I am definitely going to take that challenge because I agree with it. And do something in marketing because if you don't have clients, that's why. <laughs> yeah. They don't know you're there. Right. Right. And we're we're very fortunate today because we have platforms to play on. We just have to show up. Right. Whereas that wasn't there 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So and invest some time in you. In, invest some time reading books, meeting with a coach. You are your best ROI. And as soon as I started investing in me, then things started to happen. And after I, I do love the book, Three Feet from Gold, that is one of my favorites. But then it also led me to another one, which is called You Are a Badass by Jennifer Sincero. And, you know, I listened to that and I was like, wow. So take the time to invest in yourself. If you drive around in the car, get audio books. Because at one time I heard somebody say something really good. Garbage in, garbage stays. <laughs> so be careful what you're putting in. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the more you invest in yourself, depending upon what you do, the more you may be able to charge your customers because you're offering a better service of greater value, thus better. Correct. And I heard somebody recently, and I, I don't remember who it is, but I wrote it down on my whiteboard and it says, um, if you're somebody who's invested and you're doing more than what your competitors are doing out there, he's, he's, uh, and I remember it was a gentleman, darn it, I wish I could remember who it was. He said, I charge more because I'm worth more. 
and I'm worth more because I charge more. I love that line. And I'm going to give you something. If you can't, if you don't believe that that's it, and we're going to do this together right now. So everybody who's listening has to do this exact same thing. Okay. When you are ready to decide to take that step and to step into your own power so that you know your value, do the Superman pose. Ah, the Superman pose. Stand with both hands on your hips, head high, and hold that for five minutes, if you can. And just do that. Superman pose. We're not going to hold it for five minutes today, but do the Superman pose and you will be empowered. Yes. Yes. You can stop doing the Superman pose. Maggie and I are done now. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just back to a mere mortal again. Okay. (laughs) But I do have superpowers. That's right. All right, cool. So you shared quite a few wonderful tips with us and I, I wish we had more time, but we don't. And so it goes, right? Yep. Um, Okay, so listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with this really awesome number one bestselling author called Nancy Lou Casey that we're listening to here. She would say, but I'm going to say it for her, start by reading chapter seven in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and gift your business performance by accepting her invitation to explore more on how a mobile app can help your business growth and help you achieve your your professional goals. And she's offering you that opportunity to have a conversation with her on her author's page at the end of the chapter. So if you read the chapter and then you see the invitation and you're ready to learn a little bit more, reach out. Don't wait. There's no time like the present. And the mobile app industry is still pretty new. So if you have one, you're way ahead of your competitors, right, Nancy? Yes, you are. Okay, cool. And here's the other neat thing is at the end of Nancy's chapter, she also has a whole bunch of social media handles. So no matter what platform you're on, you can be following her and learning more about her and what she can help you with. So um, Nancy, you are totally awesome. But we're not done. Ha! You, you thought okay. we <laughs> I thought we were. Okay. On this really brilliant app that we have, it is called Brilliant Biz Book. Write that down, everyone. Brilliant Biz Book. And yes, Nancy is our provider of our app and app developer. So thank you, Nancy, for that. You're more than welcome. This is a really cool app because... It's designed and dedicated to the book series and the authors, and this is an annual book series, so another round will be coming in at the end of the year to give you more flavors and other ideas on how to have brilliant breakthroughs for your business. But what you can do is when you go to the Brilliant Biz Book app, you can scroll on the pages and you can find one page that says, Ask an Expert. And you'll see Nancy's name there. And if you click on it, you can type in a question and Nancy will get back to you with an answer, which I think is pretty cool. What do you think about that, Nancy? I think it is absolutely fabulous. (laughs) And I am happy to answer people's questions and engage in a conversation. Please, I'm very, very approachable. So reach out. Yeah, she is. And she's pretty cool, too. 
Um, so that's a really great bonus that you have right out of the gate. Brilliant Biz Book. We have all our podcasts listed there, all our blogs, the events of all of the authors, and there's even uh, bios there and a link for you to go click and buy the book. So it's almost like a one-stop shop for you. Don't forget the events where the authors are. Yeah, we have all sorts of cool stuff hanging out there. So Nancy, I really want to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. Well, thank you, Maggie. I had fun talking to you today. Yeah, wasn't this fun being a little more casual? I like the format. Very good. Cool. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the different ways you can have brilliant breakthroughs. This is a podcast that's designed for you. So go back and listen to the other episodes. You'll be blown away at what type of wisdom there is there that's practical. It's not just theory. There's tactics in there as well. And we're here to help you create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. So have some fun with it and shine brightly until next week.